Welcome to another edition of The Brand Called You. Today I have with me a very accomplished entrepreneur, restaurateur, who has achieved a lot, Joy Singh. Joy, welcome to the show. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Joy is from Mayo College and from IIFT. He is the founder of Rasta, which is a Caribbean <coughs> lounge, and Yeti, which is a Tibetan restaurant. And he is the founder of the Dribble Academy Foundation. So Joy, tell me, from IIFT to a restauranter, talk to me about this journey. It starts a little before IIFT. Mm-hmm. Okay, while, while I was doing my graduation from Pune, I've, I've done my graduation from Symbiosis, Pune. Okay. So while I was there, as you know, when you're in college, you always uh, need to make that extra pocket money, do this, do that. So we used to we used to organize some nights or we used to plan some nights for certain clubs there. Okay. Okay, that, that we just used to do out of hobby and mm-hmm. yes, free entry in the in the club who doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. Plus that importance that you get in college, okay, this is the guy who can get the entries done and mm-hmm. Get, get, can get stuff done for clubs, lounges and places like that. So it started like that. And then once I shifted to Delhi, okay, I tried uh, working with my dad for a couple of years. That's that's export of walnuts. So we're into walnuts. So tried tried my hand on that. But the actually the entire kida of serving people, okay, at a, at a bar or a restaurant, didn't go out of me. And plus, whenever we used to go out in Delhi, we always, as as we as all North Indians are, we used to point fingers. Okay, this is not right at a place. That is not right at a place. Right. And we were like, okay, once when we open our place, all of these things won't exist. Mm. Okay, we'll take care of that. So that was actually the igniting factor. Mm. And then um, that's how it happened. That's how I entered this line. Yeah. Terrific, terrific. Yeah. So let's move to your, you know, your your two restaurant brands. Yeah. You know, when you started. Why did you decide to focus on reggae music? I mean, I thought reggae music mm. was my vintage. I didn't realize millennials like you were listening to reggae. Well, that is uh, first. That is one music that that has a lot of deeper meaning to it because it was it was born out of an oppression or or a suppression, whatever you call it, whichever side you see it from. Okay, it was a revolutionary music that made sense. Mm. Yeah. That was one. Second, ironically, my my uncles, my dad, they are into all sorts of music. Okay, they've grown up in Kashmir and during the golden years of Kashmir. So at that time, Kashmir was very, very open to a lot of foreign tourism, a lot of new cultures. Okay, so they they have made me listen to from Abida Parveen's to Nusrat's to to your Bob Marley's to Jimmy Cliff. Yeah. Okay. So that, that, that's how it happened. And when we uh, started hunting for a place, we got a place here in Delhi. And then we started thinking, okay, what do we open here? Mm-hmm. And that's when we realized that you have bars and lounges catering to popular music. You have bars and lounges catering to Hindi music. Mm-hmm. Okay, English EDM music, it's there. Live music, it's there. But there's one genre that, that specifically does not exist per, per outlet, say. So mm-hmm. that was reggae. You have a hard rock cafe for a rock fan mm-hmm. and you had your root of fours and stuff like that for rock fans. Mm-hmm. So uh, like that, all the restaurants were there, but there was nothing available for or there was no option for a pure, pure reggae place or reggae, reggaeton, the entire dubstep, right. dancehall culture. Right. Yeah. Do you permit a lot of freelancers to come and perform live in your restaurants? 
Yes, sir. So when we started our outlet in 2012, mm-hmm. okay, so we used to call it a music-based lounge. Okay. Where, uh, because as you must be knowing, the culture, the Rastafari culture is primarily uh, there's a lot of music in it. Yeah. Plus, plus a lot of positive vibrations. They talk about a lot of positivity. They talk about. Mm. So that was one element that we wanted to bring in our lounge through music. Mm. So we we used to work with a lot of known artists. We used to work with a lot of independent artists. A lot of upcoming artists. Okay, we worked in our initial years. We worked a lot with uh, artists like Nuclear. Okay, who was still coming up at that time, or mm. Dualist Inquiry. the local the local producer or reggae right. rajas right okay and in terms of international acts and bigger names we worked with reggae names like diana king like apache and then they've come here and they've performed at our venues okay. so these are the kind of brother culture to uh, mm. name a few so nati was also there from uk mm. so a lot of mix back from uh, bands to djs to musicians we worked with mm. yeah okay. very interesting and is is interest in reggae growing in in our country <clears throat> so i think in a country like ours there is scope of all sorts of music it's not that we are scarce in population or it's not that people don't have a taste in music right okay from your edm to your guzzles to your bedhugs to your electronic festivals every everything there is an acceptance for everything in the society mm-hmm. today yeah okay and let's talk about your second brand which is yeti tibetan food when i was growing up and in delhi university tibmon as it used to be called then was always seen as a poorer cousin of chinese food yeah what have you done differently so a yeti is not just tibetan food okay it's it's tibetan nepalese a bit of assamese okay, okay bhutanese so there there's a there's a link of all Hmm. Plus, it's just I think what we've done is we've just picked it up from the hawkers and got it to a restaurant with extra norms. That's about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is a brand that we took over from the founders a couple of years back. Hmm. Okay. They 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 had to shift out of Delhi, so they were looking for a buyer. And on a personal le- level, me and my wife we, we used to eat there about what twice or thrice a week. Mm-hmm. So we like uh, what better brand to get in a. Correct. So, Correct. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. But my no, my question to you then is that one of the biggest challenges most entrepreneurs face is to run one type of business. You're running two very diverse businesses, even though they're both restaurants, but completely different cuisines, completely different yeah. ambiance, genres, whatever. What does it take to manage such diverse businesses? See for any business or any diversify for any diversification, I think uh, your focus should be clear. You should know where you are heading to. You should know your goal and uh, never try and imitate anyone or copy anyone. So till the time it's your own concept, until the time you're walking your own path mm-hmm. and religiously doing it. Okay. I think there are people doing six, seven types of businesses. There are huge, huge industrialists doing. I don't know. uncountable number of things and that's a sustaining right okay. so that what that gives you is that gives you a wider range plus it allows you to streamline your company's operations once those are done delegation of work is very important in this okay yeah and and i so, guess accountability accountability yes 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 yeah yeah accountability you should have so in that hr plays a very very major role that whom you are hiring how you are hiring 
what kind of positions you are filling in and how people should be and should be faithful to you to the business for that matter and how they are there for the betterment of the business right yeah. interesting very interesting and one more question you know you're a millennial yourself and this is the age of millennials and the gen thank you thank you for calling me that <laughs> <laughs> well you just told me uh, the, <laughs> the, the the thing is that with such a different mindset that all you young people have what kind of an impact is it having on your businesses on your restaurants as compared to the older guys yeah so the only thing i think we guys lack in this generation is patience because we've seen so many success stories which have come overnight plus the at the time in the time of this kind of technology sure. where news is out and it reaches you before it's i don't know before they've actually planned to throw it out Correct. so that's that, that's one thing we lack that is patience but what that does the the other impact of it is because we are never satisfied with one kind so the zeal is always there to do something extra to achieve that perfection correct okay that because again i don't think in our generation till now self actualization or that uh, level of hierarchy where you reach mm. uh, does not exist till now i don't think right. so. yeah yeah well i guess a lot of it also comes with age isn't it Yes, age and experience. Yes, yes, yes. Agree. Definitely. I like when my dad tells me his stories when he was my age. It was a different deal altogether at that time. But they were they were also pushing it as much as they could, and we are also doing the same. It's just that I think we have a slightly different means of doing it, mm-hmm. and our hands are a little freer because of the technology. At that time, it wasn't that strong. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. So let me move to the next question then a set of questions on you being a startup entrepreneur. Yeah. And my question is that you know you've started businesses you've acquired businesses in your opinion is it good to be solo or have a co-founder? No it it's always good to have a co-founder I and all our brands uh, me and there's one more person called Rahul so Rahul is my childhood friend and like an elder brother so he's been there since day one we've we've built everything together hmm. yeah so it's always helpful to have a trustworthy partner okay. that's 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 i think that's the right way to put it rather than just a partner you can have 10000 partners who would like to cheat you or fleece you or do this mm-hmm. that but the one trustworthy partner i think is enough for you to move forward wonderful yeah wonderful So my next question to you is that you know you must be seeing lots of startup entrepreneurs who your friends are and I'm sure you've made mistakes yourself. So my question for all our listeners and viewers is what in your opinion are some of the basic mistakes a lot of startup founders make? I think speed. Mhm. Yeah, that is that is one of the major mistakes that all of us commit or make is that should be the first step and not the top of the ladder and the first go so that's what we we guys just are so engulfed and so determined to succeed 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 mm-hmm. so that we forget that there's a there's a process to it okay. there are at times we forget that there's a there's a process to it so we just want to jump and grab everything go in all directions mm-hmm. and uh that is that is another aspect when we when we try and put our hands everywhere then obviously there there'll be a time when we'll fall short of hands no okay so, that's a good answer yeah. 
and my next question to you is you know i've spoken to a lot of people and their biggest challenge comes when they start to scale up yeah. you have already opened uh, four restaurants in four different cities yeah what have been some of your challenges while scaling up especially in a country like india regionalism is one mm-hmm. okay like i know these are intolerant times so called but while we had uh, got a place in bombay to open uh, a rasta in bombay mm-hmm. okay it took us about 9 to 10 months to finalize a house for ourselves i see yeah because a lot of societies or a lot of landlords won't give it to north indians oh really okay that 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 same thing i faced while i was in college in pune too but uh, different cities one is regionalism the other is because you're not there so lack of physical presence okay is also there but for that you just need a stronger organization mm. and then yeah. and well trained people i guess yes stronger organization where your hiring is good you have you have trustworthy well trained people professional people handling your okay uh, business that's it yeah. and uh, for all the people who will be listening to you and me talking and you know taking tips from you what would your advice be to a young individual starting off their journey as an entrepreneur my advice would be in a couple of parts one would be stay focused to what stay focused to what you want to do mm-hmm. and don't deviate because of the other person's success mm-hmm. okay stay original okay. where if you think you you have a product and you believe in your product and you've done the correct market research and the correct uh, polls i think it should work time it matters but you have to be a little patient for it to work wonderful yeah, okay. yeah. so i've got now time for a few questions for you which are personal questions yes sir please <laughs> um, joy where do you draw your inspiration from from all around the teams okay yeah if you see someone uh, uh, first of all our family okay you've seen them grow you you've grown with them you've seen them grow and uh, as every son i think i want to be more like my dad so yes he's one of the greatest inspirations and he's taught me a lot but uh, your surroundings inspire you a lot on the second front where you see where the society is going you see where people are going how they're doing it you adapt some things from them mm-hmm. plus then you you innovate also with that okay that is the process that suits x person so i think why might suit me so yeah your your society your surroundings are a major inspiration to you okay my next question is that if you were a role model to millions of children who closely followed your life choices what is the one thing you would change in yourself only thing is a bit of a lethargic approach that i have mm-hmm. that's the only thing that i would like to change mm-hmm. because uh, as as we indians do and famous famous sayings that we have is acha aaj nahi kal ho jayega mm-hmm. yeah that mm-hmm. that that is one that is one lack of discipline approach that i would to change okay. i would like to change about myself yeah. what does success mean to you being happy and being content i think okay not making tons of money tons of money can never bring you happiness <laughs> okay well done <laughs>
what is the most exciting and challenging aspect of your job there are no holidays mm-hmm. we work double shifts on holidays when people are enjoying their holidays and there are no there are no timelines to this job okay yeah so i have time for two more questions yes sir my next question is that if you could gain one ability or quality that you admire in someone else what would it be not from someone else but one one thing that is i don't that is not achievable but i would like to have it as a mm-hmm. i want to be there at all the places at all the time okay and i can't be yeah okay. like i want to be there in at my bombay outlet at the same time i want to be here in my delhi outlet or gurgaon outlet but i cannot be at all three places at the same right. time Correct. so that is one thing if possible i would like to change <laughs> be technologically also but yeah that would that would make terrific thing the last yeah. my last question to you joy is relating to the current pandemic how are you rethinking your life and your business in the new world order Okay, rethinking life and business combined is uh, we are building an office at our home now instead mm-hmm. of going and finding it outside. Mm-hmm. But uh, business-wise, I think if I may say product-wise, Yeti does not need that kind of an overhaul mm-hmm. because it's it's more like a dining space where we can still start time slots and regain the revenue that we've lost. Mm-hmm. Okay, or do do pre-booking tables and this and that, but Rasta. we we will have to restrategize and we are start restrategizing because a lounge or a bar hmm. specifically a music based lounge or a bar we thrive and we last on crowd okay and once uh, till the time the, the social distancing aspect or norm of, is there and we can't have crowds right. sticking to each other dancing to tunes hmm. we'll have to restrategize and we'll have to think of other strategies to survive Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Joy, thank you very much. It has been such a pleasure speaking to you. It was a pleasure talking to you, sir. Thank you, and I wish yeah. you lots of success. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Video Cast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.